Before we get into this week's episode, of course, thank you to our sponsors that help us bring this to you for free each and every week. Thanks to Angelo's Pizza. We have plenty of pizza for you on the days of our shows. And if you want to try out more than their pizza, which is award-winning, but they've got plenty of other delicious dishes as well, check out Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. Thanks, of course, to Pollyanna DIY, who has some amazing uh, throwback t-shirts, I guess is what we've decided to call them. It's probably a good description, uh, as well as other custom items that you can grab. So check out Pollyanna DIY. And thanks to SmartMark Video, who handles all of our video recording needs at our live events so that you can either purchase it and watch it for the first time on DVD or MP4 or watch it back in case you were there live and you want to watch it again. Check out SmartMarkVideo.com or SMVOD.com for some of our uh, instant playbacks on a digital download stream. And while we talk about streaming, of course, thanks to our friends over at independentwrestling.tv make sure you subscribe using the code absolute get a 20 day free trial and check out all sorts of things from the AIW archives as well as plenty of other independent wrestling promotions as well with that we get into this week's episode uh, we are talking about JLIT the 2019 JT Lightning Invitational Tournament that took place in June and uh, it was a three show two day affair i hope you guys remember this because i gonna don't take, really it's gonna take some time <laughs> yeah we'll we'll power through it and as much as we can remember but we are sitting we are joined by the six figure man the duke what's up uh maserati wes barkley yes sir alex worldwide keller five figures the three figure man <laughs> <laughs> five figures but four come after the decimal point <laughs> As always, AIW owner John Thorne. My name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. And, uh, well, I mean, at one point we talked about the almost booked people in JLIT. Go back. That's uh, an episode that was leading into the weekend. So we won't cover that. If you're curious about those things, uh, definitely check out uh, those prior episodes. But, uh, well, JLIT, live from the Odeon, John, we decided to stream it on Fight TV. We did. We did decide to stream it, which... You know, there is a whole other element that, of stress that comes with <laughs> doing the show when you have to go live at a certain time. Uh, I'll tell you what, that's, uh, you know, now that this is becoming more of a habit, it is it is stressful. Well, you got your duster. You've got your earpiece. What else What else do you need? Oh, uh, no duster you need, yet. You need, no, you, you wear your duster in the in the wintertime. Oh, well, yeah, I'll have to get one. You guys will have to get me one. You got your duster, your earpiece. You need, like, a whiteboard in the back or something, maybe, to hat with a ponytail? Some, to do some rewrites? I would, uh, that might that might help, that, that dry erase board, yeah. because whenever, yeah. when we have to reshuffle things, it is like, I need to, like, look at it, and it's but like. I seem to remember this. It, I know there was a cancellation, or somebody couldn't make it. But I thought it went pretty smooth. It it did. Night one went pretty smooth, I think. Uh, I don't think anything crazy. Nobody with um, yeah. The only cancellation was Colt Cabana because he had an injury. We had a right, and Colin stepped up his leg. So Colin yeah. Delaney entered, keeping the streak alive. Right. Yeah, it was about to be the first year that he wasn't in it. Right. Yep. Right. And he was very upset, and then. So you think uh, you think Colin got up to some nefarious shit with Colter? What's going on there? Uh, no, he had. Uh, 
I'm trying to think. Something something was wrong with Colt to where he had to cancel off like a whole. He had his, his he leg. Had, he, he had, had a serious leg. Yeah. Serious injury to it was like his a, knee or something or whatever. It was like hip or like interior hip or is that what it was? I think he had a hematoma. I think it was a hematoma. Some type of noma. But he was he was still trying to do it up until. Um, he's a pro. It's Colt Cabana. Two days before, and he's just like, ah. you know, he's like, I can't do it. You know, he was considering coming and like just getting rolled up, and I was like, dude, if you can't even walk, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'll drive six hours just to get rolled up, right? Yeah. Like, let's I, or twelve or fly, hours, I guess. Fly, you know, sometimes sometimes he flies because it's like a forty-five minute flight. But it, I, I was like, you know, I don't even know if you should be flying with that. Yeah, it, not not a hematoma like that. Right. No, uh-huh. yeah, no. So uh, that's a basically a blood clot. I mean, it could go anywhere i'm trying to think how my day Not that i'm a doctor but. how my day started um i we got in there the night before that was nice we had everything set up we set up cheers I, came i had to go check everybody into the hotel uh dave the potato was on pickup duty which is you know that's always that's a crapshoot right that's there. always a crapshoot was this the weekend that we went to uh that one spot in the flats like a million times oh lindy's yeah yeah, yeah lindy's yeah. lake yeah. House. Uh, yeah, yeah, lindy's yeah. House. hell yeah yeah, good steak there. I had yeah. a good. Okay, so this is bringing back some. Bringing well, back some actually, oh, the steak kicked it in. Yeah. The three screw you, you vegans. See what you, happens. Me and Wes uh, had ourselves a meal at uh, Margaritaville. Margaritaville the night before wow. Thursday I night. Forgot about that. <laughs> I, I forgot about right. that. that was after, a while ago. Yeah, after we set up. After we yeah. set everything up, we're that like, yeah, let's go eat some food. Yeah. <laughs> is that like super like Jimmy Buffett like in your face? Because yeah. I hate that dude. Great check chicken tender so. Yeah, yeah. We all got. Oh, they were massive. Yeah, they, they rival the chicken planks at Long John Silver. I'll tell you that. I had Long John Silver's over the weekend for two days. It was great. <laughs> I got. I walked in. I said, "Give me all the chicken humanly possible." Yeah. Hey, yeah, Margaritaville though. They got the the water floors, so it looks like you're in water the whole time. And oh yeah. The- but is it like over the top with Jimmy Buffett shit? Yeah, he's playing oh, concerts yeah. and it's, stuff. Oh, and- fuck, I can't stand that guy. I mean, it's a good good atmosphere. Is exactly what we're, I needed we're just, the Thursday before. We're just yeah. bree- breezing over the Duke's life hack though. Chicken right. planks from Long John Silver's. Oh, the best thing ever, man. That's a life hack. I remember I saw a sign that they had dollar tacos on Tuesday or something. You ever fuck with those? At Long John Mar- Margaritaville? No, no, uh, Long John Silver. No, there isn't one around me. So I happened to be at, at Parma Tavern. Yeah, and I was going home. That one on Brook Park or whatever. Yeah, that's the one I stopped at. Like twenty minutes before they closed, I'm sure they were all pissed. But I was like, just give me all the chicken you have. That is one thing I, I felt about. like Ron Swanson ordering all the bacon and eggs you have. That's that is what I miss <laughs> about uh, living out in Menor. Is I'd go to the fucking Arthur Treacher's at the Great Lakes Mall. Arthur Treacher's the truth. They're good, they're a close fish, second. Fish places, place. they got good chicken tenders. I know they do for some reason. It's because that good like the oil's all like nice and fished out. Fucking something with the chicken. Fish oil. Fish oil. It's good for you. <laughs> Omegas. Yeah, they sell it at GNC. It's fish oil. That's got to be good for you. That's true. Is that the new sponsor? Fish oil and chicken. How can those two things not be good for you, Wes Barkley? <laughs> I'm with you. I take them both every day. Fish oils. <laughs> Chicken, hard yeah, sell. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I feel like there. I get some stuff smells like fish. I feel like they're like, oh boy. Oh boy. Oh. And no. there we are. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> so we set up the chairs. Nothing to put us back on track. So anyway, we set we we, we set up on Thursday. We uh, we have a meal, and then uh, uh, I think I don't remember when Swaggle got in, but I know I had to get him. But so uh, Kid Cash, I believe, was the first to land. If I'm not mistaken, and uh, we didn't know when we could get sounds, into the hotels. That sounds right. Yeah. So I had Dave the Potato playing, st- like stalling him. <laughs> he is a crappy guy, <laughs> but like, you know, this Dude, is where, what though. This is where the potato comes in comes into play, you know, because like, 
uh, the guy could get mad at him. <laughs> like, if it's me driving him around and I got no way to stall him. How did he stall him? <laughs> he was just like, you want to go to breakfast? You want to go to a gym? Him? Was he trying to sell him 8 by 10s uh, He's. I think he's, he's taking him. missing turn. He's taking him to a gym. Blame it in that direction. So, uh, I don't know what's going on my GPS. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Just Sorry. Sorry, Mr. Cash. Mr. Kid. So... <sighs> I go to the I go to the Howard Johnson and I'm like, because I'm trying to get a hold of Steve Guy and I think you, you didn't have your phone or whatever, so I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna drive there. And like right when I pulled in, you, you told me that you got a hold of you got a hold of him or whatever. So I was like, I just need one room right now, <laughs> like one yeah. room. And uh, I'm telling Potato, I'm like, all right, man, you, I got I got the room. And uh, so I ended up checking in all the rooms or whatever, which is that's a whole task because like assigning you know sleeping How arrangements. How early did you get in? How early did I get there? Did no? How early? Oh, we, did it? it was early. It was like ten o'clock in the morning. No, maybe? it was way earlier than that. It was like was eight thirty. Like they gave you oh, a room okay. at eight thirty. Yes. Oh, was it that early? Uh, that yeah. rivals the greatness of Holiday Inn Express. So he potato pulls in in his potato van, and Kid Cash potato gets mobile. out. Kid Cash gets out in the tightest T-shirt I've ever seen on a human, a New Japan Young Lion T-shirt, extra small, uh, just looking jacked to the gills, and. Uh, <laughs> I go to like you know introduce myself and he's just like what's up with that fucking five a.m. flight, bro? <laughs> I was like, hey man, there's not a lot that comes out of Knoxville to Cleveland. He's like, oh fuck that, Knoxville. Was, yeah, that's where he came from. Oh. So he was all wound up about his flight, and I was like, oh. Plus, you know, potato stalling him. So I was like, oh, who knows how this is gonna go? <laughs> um, and then I, I, you know, I ended up getting hornswoggle. I think we hit sheets, and um, I don't know what happens next, but I do know that. Oh, oh! I, t- I tell him. Swaggle takes a nap on your couch. That's probably what happens next. No, so I was like, <laughs> Swaggle got all mad. I was like, uh, let's go down to the flats. You know, we might as well find a good uh, spot to park, walk around. You know, there's bars, there's restaurants. And I was like, I believe they got a water taxi. He's like, oh, water taxi. He's like, he wants oh, to go. That's he, right. He wanted oh, to go no. to Shooters. He wanted to go to Shooters, yeah. He wanted to go to Shooters because we went to Shooters before. And he was like, let's go back to Shooters. And I was like, well, let's park by the Odeon and we'll take the water taxi across the water. You know, to shooters. Water what? taxi was working that day. It was, was not. It oh, was, was not at that hour. <laughs> oh. Because at the time. Well, Saturday, I, I walked by and there was two dudes two dudes uh, working it and they wished me happy Father's Day. I, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, all right, thanks, man. There were a couple of uh, high level Duke water Daddy. days. <laughs> What's hi- that? There were some high water days there. Oh, and they okay. had a lot of, like, subsigned or whatever. Well, it. It wasn't that, flushing I, their weed. <laughs> I don't think it was that. I think it was on Fridays they don't start running it until like oh until later in the evening maybe yeah. the evening you know after work yeah. hours. Yeah, so Swaggle was sense. all Swaggle was all wound up. Just toss him in there, let him swim. And then uh, we went to Lind- Lindy's Lake House, got a good steak, and uh, I don't know who was there with us. I know Worldwide showed up. Yeah, and uh, Swaggle was buying everybody goddamn fireball. Yeah, shots. Swaggle just started with the fireball shots. I'm like, man, oh, it is. Man. 11 or 12 11 a.m. or 12 p.m. and I'm like I left before that. I got to I got to go live soon. Look at you. <laughs> I got to go live soon. 7 and a half hours before you go live. You can't have one shot. Come, come on, man. What, I got to an old man. I got to keep my fucking brain focused, oh, you know. It's night 1, dude. Night 1. Uh so then uh has got to perform. Well, he's doing shit well sort of. Sort of. <laughs> Uh, we end up uh, author. we end up bar hopping a little bit. Me and Worldwide got involved in a really rigorous game of Jenga. Oh yeah, that was a giant one. Jenga or regular size Jenga. Like, it was pretty big ass Jenga, mid size, not yeah. the big, sta- but like mid level Jenga. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, Swaggle uh, and Colin Delaney are like 
who knew they were like bocce ball fanatics? I love bocce. They found a bocce ball bar and they were just nice. going nuts. Uh, and <laughs> this is this is the the only this is probably the only story that's worthwhile pre-show. Um, this uh, the waitress at Dante's Inferno in the flats. You know, so we're ordering around drinks, and she goes, "Oh, it's so good to see you again. I waited on you um, before." And he's like, uh, he's like, I don't, I don't think so. She's like, you're not Hornswoggle? And he's like, yeah, I am. She's like, oh, yeah. She's like, I waited on you, the Miz, and the Miz's father at Applebee's on Father's Day, <laughs> like seven years ago. Wow. And I was like, man, that is a good story. Wow. <laughs> now you want that story. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, I mean. That explains I, how the Miz's dad would swoggle left to say. tickets at the, at the door. Right. Yeah. All full yeah. circle, man. There it is. So, uh, anyway, we, we go and. Uh, I believe we get the show going. I I don't think that there was too much pre-show drama or anything like that. No, no everybody was there. Everybody I mean, was there I, on time. Everything was set up. I think I I don't nothing I don't think crazy. There was anything? Yeah. Uh, we didn't have anybody that we had to sneak in or anything. Uh, well, we did have to sneak newfound glory. I was gonna say the only people we had to sneak in Fun was newfound story glory. About sneaking in newfound glory. You had me all on, like, newfound glory duty, like, oh, make sure, you know, like, no one fucks with them and this and that. And they showed up, and, like, you know, I was, like, all outside, and, like, a few people came up for pictures. And then, like, I was like, oh, do you want me to, like, you know, abscond you to, like, you know, the upstairs so that no one has you? They're like, no, we don't give a shit. Yeah, they were super cool. And they just went in there. Yeah, and somebody eventually took them to the back so they could talk to Swoggle. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they were, they were cool. They sent out a bunch of stuff about I... us on social media. Probably know some of their shit, but I if my they friends right, over you if they walked right by me, I wouldn't I wouldn't go. There's well, no fun glory. Swag, so, yeah, Swaggle's uh, taller his, than you think. The music he comes out to is Newfound Glory. Ah, uh, okay. So it's a big thing there. Those are his pals. Oh, okay. And then uh, that wasn't the only band that showed up that night, right? Yeah, real friends. Real also friends came up. in later, but they were opening. Yeah, they were on the same tour. Yeah, so they were opening, and uh, while they were playing, Newfound Glory was at the Odeon. And then when Newfound Glory left to go over there to play, real yeah, friends came over. Swoggle and Swoggle Nick Sanka abandoned, Nick Sanka, yeah. abandoned ship. They abandoned ship to go hang out in the green room at the House of Blues. With yeah. the they were on. Uh, they were stage side, weren't they? Well, they were in the green room all fucking night, you know, eating catering and Don't shit. Give, Nick Sanka was in hog heaven. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. he loves Newfound Glory. Nick Sanka no longer having bartending duties. He just yeah, he takes like, off. Forget it. Swoggle's like, yeah, you care if I uh, get out of here? And I was like, "Go for it, man! I don't know, you know. Just you already bailed on night two, right? Might as well get out of here now, pal." Yeah, and I wasn't gonna book him because he took some weird booking in like Vancouver on day two, and I was like, "No spoilers, man! I can't, I can't have it." Yeah. Uh, but you know, it was it when we were putting the tournament together, it was becoming more difficult to fill those spots. So I said, "All right, I'll let it slide for budgetary purposes, so I don't have to pay another person on night two. Yeah. So as we were talking about uh, Colin Delaney filling in for Cole Cabana, he actually ends up leading off the night with Lee Moriarty. And uh, yeah, and you know Colin is—I've said it a million times—Colin is a guy that uh, he can really test somebody's you know skill set within the ring, especially somebody new to AIW, and uh, you know he knows what the expectation is, and uh, you know they have a, they have a very good match. They did. It was it was quicker, I think, than you thought it was going to be. Honestly, I would have I would have went the other way. No, no, these guys are consummate professional. Colin Delaney. Hey, know. you know, with the, with uh, this is what I'll say. You know, we had 
we had 12 matches because that's how you have to do it, you know, for the way the tournament's set up. And this show flew for having 12 matches. Yeah, it did. I guess I was just waiting. Anytime you're waiting, you always think people are going longer than maybe they are because you're just you like not. second. You were second. No, no, no. no we no, were a, fifth, but I mean, it's just we're just but waiting I'm, I'm to get you, there because we were know. third. Yeah, and I felt like that too. Yeah, it was. It actually wasn't uh, bad. I think twelve matches. Yeah, it was. And we still clocked in at like just over three hours, yeah. maybe for that. Well, when you show. go live, that's what happens. That's right, man. Live TV, baby. Uh, match two, actually. Uh, speaking of Swaggle, was Swaggle and Pat Buck, who uh, just earned himself a, a sweet new gig. Hey, speaking of, hey, got some nice headgear. I was, not, I, was, I was not prepared How for that. How about that picture, that picture yeah. of Josh Bishop? JV. So, so here, he, <laughs> I was not prepared. How do you travel with that? You got a guy yeah, who has a, bird, a birdcage <laughs> and a chainsaw hand. So, so here's, here's a funny story on that, which, you know, we'll jump around a little bit. But he does not wear the birdcage on night one. No, no, no. And at the after party at Nax, Pat Buck superfan Nick Sanka says, what, AIW's not good enough for the birdcage, man? Ooh. Like, you can't do the whole... The birdcage was out night two. I remember that. So that's but... why, That's why though. Oh, it's why... If he brought it, why wouldn't he wear it? I don't know. Maybe he was going for something different that night. he was just saving it for night two. Maybe. So, Dick Sanka gave him a hard time at Nax, and there, there that birdcage was bright and early on day two. He had two. more of, like, the uh, Army of Darkness deal going on night one. He had the, like, leather jacket, I think. Yeah. He had a chain and the chain. It was just, it was quite Bruce the display. Campbell action there. It was quite the display. It right. was, yeah, both nights. It was something. Uh, and and Swaggle had some gear on too, right? He was. Uh, oh, that's right. Phenomenal. That's right. The phenomenal. Oh, point five. Yeah. It's supposed to be phenomenal point five, but he was upset about that. He says one point five. That's what, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think he. Uh, oh, oh, did he just discover that he's shorter than everybody? Else? I don't know. I don't okay. know. Even though he was in on the joke, he decided he still had to be the one point five. I, b- I believe he. Or maybe borrowed, you don't understand how fractions work. I'm not sure. I believe he borrowed uh, his son Landon's AJ Styles. Gloves. I think he did. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. If we still had Kurt Hertz around. Oh, that's true. Did they had the hood going, man? He was ready to go. Yeah, Whipped that yeah. hood off, and uh, I, I thought he was going to pull off that I didn't phenomenal. Know did you think he was going to pull off the phenomenal? I wanted a little. He teased. I thought it. he did a 450. Didn't he, he, teased, do a 450? he teased the forearm. He didn't man. do a springboard 450. Nah, I couldn't get it. Couldn't well, check get it out on uh, Fight TV if you haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, yeah. See if I'm on that replay. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's also you know uh, we, I should say this before yep. I forget to shill. Um, Jaylet the whole weekend is available in a in a Blu-ray complete pack, and it's also being sold in a DVD Ooh. complete pack. Thirty bucks for all three shows. That wow. is a deal. And where can you get that at? Smart Mark Video. Smart Mark Video. Dot yeah. com. Dot nice. com. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So this match had to go on early, though, based around the potential, the possibility of Newfound Glory uh, showing up because you know they had uh, they had to play. Get that whiteboard out. They wanted right? to see their boy, <laughs> Newfound Glory, motherfucker, <laughs> on the whiteboard. So they had, so like they they wanted to come see Swaggle, but they had to play. You know, I think they had to. I think they went on stage at like nine thirty or ten, and they so, were at House of Blues. Yeah, yeah. which is which very is, close. It's on East Fork. Yeah, it's still a little bit. With the way the traffic situation, the parking situation works, it's probably a little. Yeah, yeah. I think they just Ubered back and forth. But yeah, um, so that's why I was like, well, I won't put them on first just in case they show up late. So I'll put them on second, and hopefully that's right in the sweet spot. And they ended up coming right, right before we went live. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah, the sun was still out. Yeah, it was, which was super weird. But yeah, so that's why this was on early. I thought this was a really good match. I mean, Pat Buck was. Uh, you know, 
like I said, he was the guy that Nick Sanka was on me to book all the time because he loved him when he was the co-host of the Ryback podcast. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he was he was definitely a good asset for the weekend, I would say, I'll say that. And, you know, you kind of you can now, looking back in retrospect, you could see how that guy wound up with that job that he has right now, you know. He's, uh, he's doing well. Used it as a, a precursor, I suppose. And uh, yeah, it was it was good. It was Do you think fun. he brings the birdcage to the PC? I don't. He's not at the PC. He's on the road. He's on the road. Oh, he's on the road. Yeah, yeah. it's the main roster. Oh yeah. Oh, is, what what is he like? He's agent? an agent. Agent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does he bring the birdcage? It's to like punishment if somebody fucks up. You got to wear the birdcage. Think he might wear it in those production meetings with Vince. <laughs> this is character development, folks. Uh, Matt just gets all fucking zooted on pre-workout, and he's like, "Put the cage on," and he's just pawing at it like a cat. <laughs> he p- greases himself up and puts that big chain on and then puts the cage on. Let me see the chainsaw. Yeah. Match three, Wes Barkley, you got a, a, a ringside view there. The Front intense icon, Josh Bishop and okay, uh, let's Trey do Lamar. F- yeah, sorry. Uh, Trey Lamar versus Josh Bishop. But let's do a little fact check, fact or fiction. Did I call the win? Uh, you, uh, yeah. Probably. You called it. Probably. I'm going to assume you didn't say he was going to lose. <laughs> well, yeah, you, did. you did call that one because you, called a win. you said that Josh Bishop was going to win the whole thing. We th- well, we're, we're, well, we're more getting ahead of ourselves. We didn't lose. Okay. I mean, more on that later. Yeah, we'll talk later. We'll talk. I'm later. just, I'm just bringing back all the things that you predicted. You, uh, you said Josh Bishop <laughs> oh, wins hey. it all. <laughs> we'll get there. You said you guys win the tag tournament. These were all your predictions <laughs> from that show. We'll get more there, on those when we get I to them. Was, yeah. Episodes, but I think it was about. I'm gonna spoiler alert. Wes Barkley is going to predict Josh is going to win every match he's ever been in, <laughs> or it will be. <laughs> Good minds throw think that alike, out there. Right? Yeah. Great minds think alike. Great managers think alike. Yeah. Hey, sometimes you just misread the call sheet, you know. Sometimes it's a whiteboard. It's uh, up, up Ooh, for. Uh, that could be a movie. You up just for start, a like, Might have been a fake a call bit. sheet. Yeah. R to see. Oh, the fake call sheet. That would. It, it, it ends up all changing anyway. And Jay Clemens winds up with the only master copy and walk around and tell everybody the switches. Here's <laughs> there, like good. And tell Ed Bats to go talk to Jake when he wants to know what the changes are. Oh God, oh, man. <laughs> Ed Bats, stay out of the fucking locker room. <laughs> You come in at the most stressful times and you ask me questions and you're not even supposed to fucking be there. Get the fuck out of locker room. Stay out of locker room. Everybody, stay out of the fucking locker room. Makes me mad. I barely even go into the fucking locker room. Uh, uh, but these two, sacred the actual match, uh, Josh and Trey, they they impressed. I don't know if any did you did you get to see it, dude? I was actually backstage. I was by Traxler uh, in his gravitational pull. When uh, <laughs> when they were when they were wrestling, they took so, some of his uh you know this this no consequences hostility that had maybe been brewing over time definitely. when they used to be I, running. I thought and, I thought this match was was very good. Yeah, uh, so but I thought that you know Trey probably should have Trey Trey tried to stand toe to toe, and it did not work out very well for him. <laughs> and uh, you could tell that throughout you know as the match progresses on. Trey very proud of uh, the gains, as he would call it, uh, that he has had. And, uh, but he, he doesn't realize he's not quite as big as as Josh. That's still. I, I do think, and I will stand by this, that uh, the uh, crazy uh, fucking Bishop Black Hole Slam uh, probably should have been the finish as what opposed to. What did I tell you guys when you came back from the as, as 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 opposed uh, to trying know, to walk up to the top rope with with Trey? What did I tell Josh and you were there? What did yeah. I tell Josh and Trey when they walked through the curtain? 
Well, just repeat. Just, just repeat what two months ago. just said. Yeah, Black, Black Hole Slam should have been the finish. No, for sure, that was sick. It got it got the best reaction. Yep, and it was out of nowhere. But you guys won. Those dudes to. tore it up though. They they had a lot to prove. Well, I'm gonna take you guys behind the curtain. That thing feels amazing. It'll fucking realign your spine. So good. <laughs> well, all right. We'll, what? T- we'll talk. <laughs> I no words there. Then we roll into uh, match number four on the night. MJF comes out and uh, just starts spewing bullshit as he oh. can. Full, full, full disclosure, though, uh, as uh, Zack Ryder likes to say all the time on his uh, major wrestling podcast vlog, uh, full disclosure, this is the night after Twan debuts at NXT. Correct. NXT. So NX Twan chants are running wild. They then, are going crazy. Not only NXT. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, this is the audible, the only audible that I recall being yes. called is you guys got to turn on, like, you guys got to break up tonight because yeah. Tuan is going to be so over based on how people were talking on Twitter and stuff. Because yep. it was supposed to be MJF versus Josh Prohibition at Absolution, and Josh just couldn't do jail it, and we were going to build to it in promos. But I was just like, I'm sorry, Josh, we got to. You know what I mean? Like, once once I saw how people were reacting to Tuan on on you know going to NXT, I was like, he's gonna be fucking so over. And sure enough, it, like luckily enough, I was right because as soon as Tuan walked through that curtain, people are just oh yeah, NXT going Twan nuts for Tuan. Just were and they love Tuan. And then MJF, you know, doing his thing, talking his talk, everything else. Then John Thorne's new best friend comes out. To uh, confront MJF, who Sabio, Sabio Vega. Vega. You guys he, he were inseparable. Was, we were inseparable. <laughs> <laughs> now more things are starting to come back to me. Yeah, Savio was uh, man. He's looking for a full time contract. I know. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He was. Uh, you guys oh. were at the commentary booth together. You oh, that, I couldn't shake him. after party. Every time he turned around, he's popping up. Hey, what's up? Him. He said, "What's uh, up, amigo?" Or whatever he said, I don't know. I'm guessing said, uh, this is this is a quote. He says, "Amigo." See, I was right. I look around. <laughs> this is beautiful, man. You bring me in. I teach you little things because trust me, brother. You got a monster on your hands here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, he's like, "We'll get you ready for television." And the, there's a photo that Monsoon Classic took. I had the fight feed on my phone, and I was showing it to him as we were live. Yeah. And he was giving me all these little television terms. Uh, and he's like, brother, you got a monster on your hands. He was dropping knowledge is yeah. what he was doing. He I wasn't mean, giving you terms. Right. I'm sure, he has, he, lot, I'm sure he has a lot of knowledge, right? But uh, he was definitely looking for additional paydays oh, yeah. as well. He oh, had yeah. Pedro. He had uh, every, every chance he got, he was, he was reeling me in. Wanted to know what kind of story I wanted them to tell tonight. That's right. <laughs> uh, so MJF was supposed to advance here. Uh, has to uh, go do things with Cody or something for the rest of the weekend. Yeah, so YouTube literally. So yeah. uh, housewarming party. Right? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I don't know some sort of YouTube thing. So he has to go film with Cody. Uh, so Savio Vega, you know, it actually worked out because I couldn't find anything to do with Savio Vega on night two if he was going to lose anyway. Yeah. Uh, so this ends up working out. And Savio Vega brought the fucking work boots this weekend. Yep. I'll tell you that. I was going to say, for sure. I, have you, 
He is, I mean, had you been, had you expected the Quang kick to land as well as it did in 2019? I did not, and uh, I was very disappointed that I wanted him to bring the Quang outfit, uh, but he said he does not have it anymore. Uh, but maybe we can get that, you know, something something. Well, there's customed up. Savio, you want to come back? I'm, you got to Quang it up for me. He did. Uh, we did make Quang eight by tens, and he did sign for me. So there you go. Nice. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, but this is this is good, and. Um, you know, MJF was very happy with it. You know, uh, Savio worked extremely hard, especially, you know, for his age. Yeah. Uh, and then we do the, you know, the breakup of Tuan and MJF, which, you know, the people are hot for. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, people didn't really like that loogie that MJF worked up. It was messed up. Not was, a fan of that myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's messed I don't, up. I don't, I don't like that. Ooh, right on the side of Tuan's head. Yeah. That that was, was, uh, I think there was a lot of spitting on the show. It was. Yeah. And it's just like, say come on, guys. Like, let's, yeah. let's reel in the spitting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan. Under those lights, you could really see it. Pretty gross. Oh, anyway, moving on. Uh, the rules relax a little bit because everybody was talking about Dr. Deathmatch. Ooh, this is my pick yeah. to win. Yeah. This is my we, pick. We, we, at least Wes Barkley has a has a good shot when he's picking Josh Bishop. What are you What are you doing picking Doctor Dan, Dan and his hairpiece? Come on! I don't know why I must have been overly tired one night or something, but I did a deep dive on Doctor Dan's fucking personal Facebook, and I went <laughs> yeah, all the, did. <laughs> I went all the way down. There to were like, some high school pictures to like the yeah. first to like the first pictures, and I was just and there was some the there was some one? disturbing footage yeah. that you were pulling out of there. <laughs> What's uh, that Jaeger one? What was it? Fear the deer. <laughs> was, uh, fear, the deer. fear the deer. Fear the deer. <laughs> it was a uh, Halloween costume. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Fear the deer. Doctor Dan's winning it all. <laughs> Not to mention his dance move from uh, dance moves from Derek. Oh yeah. Wedding. Oh yeah. yeah. Was I was just I, I don't know why, but like with the stress of if we we're gonna do enough buys and the, the whole weekend, this was uh, for some odd reason. Just entertaining myself so much, I don't even know if anybody it was cared. Frightening. I mean, yeah. it was. It was wild. And yeah. d- like Dan had no idea. Dan, would be like, where'd, you, where'd you find? Where'd you find that at? Oh, I, I know. <laughs> I know exactly. The one when he was in, in like high school and study hall, trying to look all badass and oh, his yeah, like with his bandana, his golf shirt and his bandana or some weird ass <laughs> fucking thing. I know exactly yeah. why Doctor Dan was your target, but I, I won't say here. Okay, well, <laughs> you'll have to remind me. Patreon Buy, exclusive. Patreon exclusive, that's it right. Was, uh, I'll just say it was a... Behind the it, scenes. It was, it was a ring crew issue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Dr. Dan. Signed, he signed Frankie Flynn, the guy without a license, that had a ring crew. Oh. Oh, out at the convention? Yeah. Like week yeah. Or something. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I don't... I don't we fuck. had a bit of a snafu. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was a little bit of a snafu. So call a, it, I'll call it a snafu. Yeah, they forgot half the most important parts of the ring. <laughs> little, sna- little, little snafu. Two but hour, we fixed hour it. and a half Luck- away. Luckily, we Jeez. fixed it. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Dr. Dan comes. Uh, uh, this match is great. Comes actually. out guns yeah. a blazing here. Sweet he, man. He's just waiting there while his... uh, Duke, you're out there. You come out there with Mance Warner. Yeah, and, uh, we, uh, Dan's Dan's out there doing his shtick, and he's he's ready to. He's got a chair. He's ready to go. He was ready, man. With uh, relaxed rules. And uh, Mance gets in the ring. He's halfway in the ring. Dr. Dan kicks the ropes and throws Sabu's me with a chair. Yeah. And, and we're off and running, man. Yeah. He hits his twisted bliss. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. everybody was freaking out. They're yeah. like, oh my God, is Hang this going to be a, is Dr. Dan about to squash Mance Warner? And the people, the people were. The people were biting for everything Dr. Dan was doing, too. They were. They were because like, this is it. Because I think people thought, you know what? They might just put Dr. Dan over Mance Warner here. Yeah. Not, happening. Not with me out there. Come on. 
Dr. Dan right. takes a couple staples. Multiple staples. Many. Dr. Dan trying to cheat. I stop from cheating. I channel channel my inner Oliver Humperdink uh, as babyface manager and kick his feet off the ropes. There you go. And people were. Dr. Dan gets kicked so hard in the face at one oh, point yeah. when he's on the ground. It was disturbing. Like, I. I. I, think, I, I, I was think, up in the balcony. Okay, I was, and I grabbed the railing, and I was like, "Oh my god, he has no teeth." <laughs> I was, I was, I was two feet away, so I was way closer, and that was kind of my reaction. <laughs> but I did, I, well, that was my reaction. I'll just say that behind the curtain, it was. Uh, we yeah, just it, keep it behind the was, curtain. It was something. Yeah, and, and and it was something, and we got in and we got out. Crowd was crazy yeah. for Babyface Duke, man. They were. I talk about biting. <laughs> Fish those fuckers More on in. that later. Uh, Reeling and dealing. Then then we roll into KTB and Flip Kendrick. And, uh, I mean, what a mammoth of a man. KTB shows up from the woods. From the woods. Flip Kendrick, always the ace. Always, yep. always pulling out some crazy, innovative shit. Yeah. TKO off the second rope. Yeah, it was a good Flip crazy. got there. Okay, so this Flip got there really late. <laughs> I remember that. He did. Because uh, he couldn't find anywhere to park. That's what it was. It was just parking Makes sense. for him. So, like, they did not have a lot of time. As I was looking at this, I'm like, there's a reason. Something happened here in this one. Yep, there you go. Uh, but they did great with the time that they had. Yeah, it was a sweet match. And then we go into uh, Marco Stunt and Tim Donst. How'd you see this one going? I didn't know. I wasn't sure. You weren't sure how it was going to go? You know, Marco Stunt was, I think, the, the last, he, I think he was, he the, was last like the last guy edition, yeah. booked. Yeah. Uh, so it was just kind of how the chips fell on how we were how we were going to do it. And, uh, you know, like, it, it could have went either way. I thought they did some pretty brutal stuff, though. Um, Traxler played his MLW, Marco Stunt's MLW theme song, though, which kind of threw everything off, I think. Right. Freaking Traxler. People yeah. didn't know who was coming out? That's my bad. I didn't, you know. Whiteboard. I should have. We need know, a whiteboard. whiteboard. With the theme. Clearly, we've established we need a whiteboard. We got it's a lot of mistakes. It's fixed night two, though. But, uh, yeah, fixed. you know, he needed that Pat Benatar. Uh, that's why I specifically said for on, uh, when I sent the call sheet for Russell Rager. Which one is it again? What's that? It's like Pat Benatar. We belong. We belong. Yeah, okay. we belong. She's got she's got some classics. I had said to make sure which one it was. Pat Benatar. No, if it was good. Love Is a Battlefield or Fun Fact. You take um, the like uh, the forty five like se- RPM seven inch of a Heartbreaker and you play it at thirty three. It sounds like Black Sabbath. It rules. Okay, well, that's you know life hack. You know we're not we're not only telling you guys the goings on behind the scenes of this company. We're giving you guys information you can use every day. Yes. Well, I go go backwards one match. Flip Kendrick KTB. I forgot that moving into like right in front of the stage was Flip's whole family came in. So that's part of why oh, he really? got there late cuz he came in yeah, like Yeah, they had like they have like family that lives oh. around here and Yeah, it was like aunts, uncles and then like or <laughs> or siblings or something. I think they were like nieces and stuff. Was that night two they came in? No, night one. Yeah, it was night one. What day was that? We're talking about crowd. Oh, no. Mr. Miz, that was was the May show. May 7th. That was the balcony show. But we're sitting there, and and it was like pure, I don't know how to explain it, but you know know how you enjoyed wrestling as a kid? 
That's what these kids were, and it was hilarious. Yeah, well, watching. Oh them. yeah, Savio. They don't know KTB. Savio Vega. Thing. Savio Vega. When he was like, "Watch this, brother." When the flip from the Flip Kendrick, uh, Lewis Linden families were leaving. <laughs> yeah, it's when Savio had me in his fucking in his fucking <laughs> pool, you know. And he's like, "Watch this, brother." And he's taking free pictures with the kids. He's like, "That's what I do, man." <laughs> <laughs> the KTB's like up on the top rope, and they're like, "Push him off, flip, push him off." And like just, oh, just you're like your typical. So the innocence of kid. youth is what is what you're trying to oh, get across. Oh, it was unbelievable, and I, I mean, I love the whole thing. But uh, yeah, so then we go Marco Stunt, Tim Dons, and then after that we go uh, Kid Cash. Lewis oh, Mark, Marco Marco Stunt wins because uh, I thought nobody would think that. So there you go, swerve. Yeah. But, uh, them. Tim Dance and Lewis, or not Tim Dance. Fired up Dance for the weekend, too. We'll get there, but yeah, he was a little fired up Saturday. Careful what you say about him on this podcast. It'll remind you about it over and over again. Kid Cash. We Lewis. tag together. We're boys. Okay. <laughs> Kid Cash, Lewis Linden. That rolls in next. Oh, yeah. Let me, uh, Captain of the I ship. I was so hyped to see Kid Cash. Let me just get that out of there. That was so cool. Did it live up to the hype? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, they did get... Like, did you do a top row Frankenstein or Friday, or did you do that Saturday? I can't, I can't remember. He did one. It was sick. Him and Lyndon had a few miscues at first, but then, you know, then they got going. But then they got going, yeah. But when that Kid out. Rock came on, like, you... you the feeling out process. <laughs> oh, no, the crowd <laughs> was into it big time. They, sure. they they liked him. That yeah. was It was definitely a good move. He's a good dude. And he looks like a zillion bucks yeah. right now. yeah. He does, yeah. He's, got all, he's all supplemented up. Yeah, he told me about the subs. That's a uh, Patreon exclusive. Fish we'll oil and chicken planks? Exactly. Yeah. You you guys and... You, Kid Cash is like uh, your version of... Uh, Take I your time. Josh Bishop. Who is Josh Bishop's supplement guide? Guru, you would say? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Why can't I think of it? <laughs> I just know Thorn, he was dogging Kevin me Thorn. after. He was oh, drinking Kevin like Thorn. he was literally at next Sorry, Friday. He was drinking long. the darkest beer I've ever seen. It had to be a Guinness or something. He was drinking something so dark, and I was just drinking a light beer. He's like, "That's what you're drinking." <laughs> I was, I mean, it was like a Rolling Rock or something. I'm like, "I got a show tomorrow." He's like, "Shaking his head." Like at a Smittix or something. I didn't have any real like interaction with Kid Cash, but at one point in time, he was sitting at the gimmick table, and I was talking to Arthur MacArthur, and like. I was a little drunk and, you know, energetic, and, no. like, I just started ranting at him about how, like, everyone's a coward anymore, and, like, no one will, like, grow out, like, their horseshoe anymore, and I was like, seriously, I fucking die the shit out of this shit, fucking hoping that my hair will fall out so I can man up and have that fucking horseshoe, and, like, I was just, like, on one for, like, a minute and a half straight, not stopping, and he was just, like, looking at me like, what the fuck, and laughing. <laughs> that sounds right. So kind of like how we, we look at you all yeah. the time. Yeah, 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 only, like, he wasn't going to pipe in. He was just like, whoever the fuck this guy is. He must have gotten he some sleep. He was backing sleep. away slowly. He had to have gotten some sleep because he was, I mean, he was pleasant to deal with. Yeah, he was, he was in a good mood. He was telling me all sorts of... Uh, Kid uh, Rock and Roll Express stories because that's how he broke in. Yeah. Kid Cash is a talker. That's is oh, another yeah. thing that I remember. Yeah. He is a talker. Like he he's another guy that will like, you know, he just he'll get going on like stories and you know like it's just like it's, it's, it's some it, wild Ricky Morton ones. Yeah, and it's like it's talk about Patreon exclusive. Some of the stories he was telling. But yeah, so like that's what's the that's Change what's, the names. That's what's great about Jail at Weekend is you could bring in these all these random guys that. You know, we can't necessarily fit onto like a monthly event, and you get to spend time with them, and you get to hear all these crazy fucking stories about how the business used to be, and uh, that stuff I find so interesting. 
Uh, so from there we go into a, another relaxed rules match. Matthew Justice and Danhausen go one on one. Derek Director and Eddie Only are out there, of course. Uh, you know, lending support. Yeah, this is another, this was another good production one. member. This was this was uh, one of those rare times where you get to see Danhausen go one on one with somebody. Yeah, and you know it's uh, Danhausen continues to kind of raise his profile as you know a singles competitor. Um, you know, and I, I I thought that these guys matched up very well, and they utilized you know like the the other guys pretty well in the matches, you know as well. I mean, I I thought that this you know this one could have went either way. Honestly, and uh, it definitely exceeded my expectations. I love Danhausen. I love the the stuff that he does on Twitter, on Twitter. with the videos. Oh yeah, that shit's good. It's I, I that's so good. So you and love that Danhausen? I do. I do love that Danhausen. And, and it's, it's something just different just that you're the, not it seeing. Is, it's it's different, and it's quick, and it's just like weird as fuck. And he never says anything, so you, you're filling in the gaps in your brain, you know, and stuff. <laughs> it's it's so good, and you know, he's, he he's good worker, and he's probably gonna bypass Derek and Eddie quickly. Oh, bold I, statement! Oh, wow, bold that's statement. what I think. I'm wow. throwing that out there. Uh, yeah, I think you know, I everyone knows that uh, my disdain for face paint and get modern some face wrestling. Painting on that Danhausen train and try to pull him <laughs> into my stable. Uh, Duke Housen. Teeth. But Danhausen pulls it off. <laughs> yeah, Dukehausen. <laughs> Dukehausen, yeah. <laughs> Danhausen definitely pulls it off. And, uh, you know, one thing, uh, now that, you know, you mentioned how quick those videos are, just the amount of time that he probably puts into, like, 30-second, oh, yeah. 60-second second video. I fucking ask him. I'm like, because he'll, like, do one from Las Vegas just on vacation. I'm like, how long does it take you to fucking paint up? And then yeah, what's your skincare routine? Getting that. What's just with his yeah, wife? With his wife doing the burlesque, their whole their whole life is performance art, you know. So it's just probably he probably can knock that thing out in like five minutes. Speaking of fun facts behind the curtain, uh, I guess about like eight or nine years ago, old Dan Housen uh, actually skipped school somewhere in Indiana or wherever the hell to uh, roll up to Cleveland uh, and see a show at Now Let's Class, which I played. Oh, oh yeah. wow! But wow. just like that one. That one he did for his birthday when it's like you can't see, like he's got the candles going and you can't see it. And then he like picks his face up. He's got that creepy ass smile and he's got the 666 candles on his birthday cake. I mean, that's it's like a 20 second video and it's fucking genius. Yeah, you know? it probably takes so much time. Yeah, but it's, it's so good. But God bless him for the 20 second video because anything like over that and like you're just going to be like, I don't give a shit about this on Twitter. Right. Like you could just scroll. Love that Danhausen. Love that Danhausen. Yeah. yeah. Didn't Duke pick Housen. up the victory. Danhausen and Dukehausen. Love him anyway. <laughs> uh, and then we go into maybe upset special here. Zach Thomas taking on Eddie Kingston. Yeah, you know, this was, uh, you know, everyone kind of heard, if you listen to the podcast, how this was the, the shining moment in uh, the seven-year itch show, which I thought was a complete disaster from a just production and presentation standpoint. Uh so I figured let's you know let's give them uh, a bigger stage so to speak, and uh, oh another thing I'll say you know the ticket sales were a big big concern going into this weekend, and uh, you know it it was definitely down compared to the other Odeon shows, but we ended up you know doing 
fairly decent for you know yeah what it was i you know i, I wanted to address that because i know that was a big concern when we were building up to jail it and the the fight tv stuff certainly helped us kind of you know come out I, I wouldn't say we came out on top but we came out pretty pretty close to even yeah fight tv we're where we wanted to be and ticket sales uh we would have liked more but <coughs> yeah we were certainly under but selling three but we shows were, in two days is sure it's tough you but guys, it wasn't uh you, as you clevelanders as, gotta get fucking but people see that more amped up people you know re- typical wrestling fan goes oh, i'm not gonna pay 60 dollars or 50 dollars for three shows but I'll pay twenty five dollars for each individual show. Right. It's like, well, but, and, but wait a minute. And maybe minute. one thing that we can get back to on our end is, you know, we talked about it uh, last week when you and I sat down with the with the Goldsteins on that episode, and uh, talk about Absolution being a weekend and a destination thing. You know, Jaylet should be one of those as well. well that's why I don't want to make Absolution sure. a weekend thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. because Jaylet, yeah, you yeah. gotta, you know, like Jaylet is always so shaky every right. year, so it's like. You know, like uh, we we, we got to worry about one weekend. Let's People not miss out. I mean, if they don't come, they miss out because there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, we'll probably work Absolutely in that stay. absolution. You know, softball game one of these one of these years. Oh, it's God, <laughs> <laughs> man, who's who's talking about worldwide that? Worldwide, worldwide, yeah. Let's go. I no, I just want a local team. Period. <laughs> That's like advertising right there. Wow. Yeah. Where 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 are we at on the show? Zach Thomas, Eddie oh, Kingston. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. That power bomb at the end of that fucking thing was breathtaking. To this, to you, did this live up to uh, probably literal expectations yeah, in terms of a, a rematch? Oh, absolutely. You know, and yeah. you know, especially you know, they're a little bit more comfortable with each other, right? Um, so I would say this one was probably better than the first one. Zach, in general, even though it, it hadn't been maybe that long, but certainly he had had more time in the ring, even with more people, and he could just be more comfortable in general. Yeah, because you know, Zach was at one point like. I remember when he was first trying to, you know, train at other schools and stuff, and he was extremely shy, you know, and, like, he wanted to wear a mask because, you know, he, like, he had stage fright. So, like, yeah, uh, to come from that to, like, where he's at now, where he has found his confidence uh, is, uh, it's pretty remarkable. And, you know, now he kind of knows that he can hang with guys like Eddie Kingston and some of these other people that he's getting in the ring with. Yeah, that shyness is uh, certainly wore off. Uh, Scary almost. So then we go into yet another relaxed rules match because uh, old A.J. Gray wanted to prove a point, and he had the rules relaxed to take on Nick Gage. And, uh, whew, I don't know. A lot of people said that they liked this was one of their favorite matches this the whole weekend. This was hard-hitting. This was very hard hitting. Yeah, a AJ Cinder Block was involved. AJ Gray's got a, such a chip on his shoulder. Uh, he does to to, to just break out. He just wants to, like he wants he just wants to break out so bad. You know, like he's a break out of Twitter jail. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he'll probably be out by the time this airs. Hashtag yeah. free AJ. <laughs> no, yeah, he'll sure, probably be back in that. by the time this airs. Right. He, uh, you know, yeah, he wanted to prove for a long time. Everybody's like, "Wow, look at this massive dude doing all this flippy stuff," and he he now wants to show I'm. More than that, he wants to be able to say, "Hey, look, man, I can go with anybody. I don't have to sit here and do all this flip stuff." And you look at a, a Nick Gage match, and you know there's not uh, necessarily a ton to it, except for the meat and potatoes. But that meat and potatoes is done very well, and people love it. And AJ 
now wants to show, hey, man, I could take your basic your meat and potatoes and make it the most amazing dish you've ever had. And, that, and I think that's kind of what this yeah, was. Yeah, you know, he too. just he continues. a metaphor there, Steve yeah. guy. Did you like that? that? Good. Yeah, AJ, good. Continu- like food too. AJ yeah. continues to diversify uh, himself. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe this 40 acres thing is going to, you know, be the best thing that ever happened to him for him to kind of come out of his shell a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then we go to uh, the final match of the evening. Dominic Garini, Eric Stevens. Eric Stevens returning after... How how long had he taken off of wrestling? Oh, I think it was like was nine. It, I think nine years. I think nine, maybe? ten years. Right. I think he says nine. Yeah. I think. I sure didn't seem like it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, he had just come back, maybe a few months earlier. Um, I don't even think it was that long. I think it only been a couple weeks. I think it was a month or two, maybe. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, like. Like I said before, like I've probably seen an Eric Stevens match before, but like I never really paid attention to Eric Stevens matches before uh, yeah. when he was in Ring of Honor and things like that. Um, and uh, you know, I was just kind of going off of people's excitement for this match and one hundred percent, like how people reacted to his match at Beyond had a lot to do with um, him moving his way up, kind of like the depth chart of possibilities. Um, and then, you know, guys like Tom Lawler and Dom were really, really went to bat for him. Uh, so I said, ah, you know what, this is a, this is a weird name. Let's give it a shot. And, uh, you and know, Dom was amped as well. Yeah. Dom was really amped for it. Cause Dom like loves like old ring of honor. Yeah. And it, they had a hell of a match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he definitely, Eric Stevens worked super hard. Um, and you know, based on his performance from this week and obviously we couldn't work him in, you know, to the absolution kind of, you know, stuff. But uh, right. I've uh, I've given him uh, all of the dates pretty much, except for uh, I, I think the he's not on the Janela date uh, at the Winchester, but he is on all the all the majors to, through the end of the year. So, uh, Pod Van Dam, you can look forward to that. And I think easy to no say. No shout outs. Come on. Eric Stevens couldn't have been a better locker room dude. Oh, he's a great guy. Solid after Love party brother too. Oh, good, good after party brother. And you know the after party, uh, you know that does have a lot to kind of. It can make a breaker full. Yeah, it can make it make a break you in this in this environment. You know, and <laughs> You're uh, a little too crowded. I don't know. Jalen one was was okay, but that Absolution one was packed. Hey man, people like the people like the good company. Never too crowded. Never too crowded. We went to Nax. Yeah, oh, so that's right. There? Yeah, that's right. I'm yeah, sorry. Over next next. Yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, you know, Eric Stevens and, and Dom was great. Eric Stevens is a, is a great after-party guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and, uh, that that's when I really got to, you know, have some conversations with him. And, uh, you know, like, uh, you after-party is good for, like, feeling guys out, you know? Like, yeah. Um, and, you know, just like when fucking the one jail it when, you know, Tom Lawler, that was his first weekend in, and I just, you know, drunkenly say, I'm giving you all the dates. You know, like, it's kind of, I didn't say that to Eric Stevens then, but, uh, you know, that that's kind of, that was kind of my thought process. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking, like, hey, you know, we're going to be losing some guys, so, you know, he would be a good, a good asset. You know, he's, and he's very uh, reasonably priced as far as fee, and, uh, you know, he flies out of Sar- Sarasota, I believe, which it wasn't that bad. The first time we'll see how it is going forward, but um, five a.m. <laughs> the Knox, <laughs> no. K Cash don't like those Knoxville five five a.m.s. Tell them to drive to Sarasota. 
But uh, yeah, then uh, you know, uh, then we quickly, quickly, quickly get every everybody out of there so we could go to Nax. Yeah, we have a good time at the after party. Well, we forgot about wasn't wasn't night one. Uh, was jail at night one? The night Tom Lawler danced atop. Oh yes, oh, the AIW you arena. were correct. At intermission, yeah, we come back from intermission, and uh, yeah, I was ready to go back live again. You watched uh, if you watched it on the stream, you watched Josh Bishop and Matt Justice from our May show at the Odeon, the famed balcony spot, and uh, then we we're ready to come back. And you know what? I don't Tom know Lawler later. Something happened with the ring. Uh, I needed some turnbuckles fixed by the students. And I think Lawler wanted to do it no matter what. Thank goodness I, Tom I, Lawler I, was I, there. I do like the I do like the live uh, kick it to the booth at intermission. You like uh, that? Yeah, I like that. that. I do like that. We didn't do until the next nice day. Yeah, the next day. Yeah. yeah. For the uh, the tag team show, it su- it sucks for like Wadsworth who gets no break really. But Wadsworth, well, dude, it sucked for me. Well, you don't got to go up there. I've. I had, we didn't have anybody the next okay. day. I was grabbing. I, I didn't went up there if I would have. I was grabbing. Him. I was grabbing guys from the locker room, saying, "Hey, yeah. go get in line." They t- you told me to do by that ab- by absolution, like, right. you know. Yeah. Well, I you grabbed me. Absolution, absolution was was better. Not, day two of Jaylit, I'd run back in the curtain, go bolt down that uh, green room area, come out uh, the balcony, sit there for intermission, run back down the green room area, walk out of the curtain, yeah, and be like, all right, I'm here so, we go. I'm so, so sorry that happened to you. It was, I was fucking tired, man. That's all yeah, I'm but saying. I, I do like the, uh, it was a lot. I do like the going, you know, going live and breaking down the first half. Yeah. Uh, a little, you know, jumping ahead absolution that, uh, that job was going to be the weird world. It We're was. going to be, Intermission correspondence until somebody no-showed absolution. I had a fucking bad summer flu. I can't apologize enough. But I'll tell you what. People did really enjoy the uh, absolution tandem that they ended up with. A lot of, a lot of uh, Twitter talk about the grouping of Mance. Oh, Mance and MJF. And MJF yeah. on, on the intermission feed. But uh, anyway, so back to the J-Lit after party. Uh, relatively tame. Things didn't get uh, too crazy until we exited. Arthur MacArthur, uh, military pressed a guy. Oh, yeah, what? Arthur MacArthur and Doctor. We Dad was challenged by uh, yeah Tom Phil Tom Lawler told right? him to do it, yeah. and then Doctor Dan's telling him not to do it. Yeah, Doctor Dan and, and and then like Tom's and, like, "I'll fuck you, Dan." And it, it was it was. It was Eric, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Eric Taylor. It was uh, the 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 rookies were trying to get over at the at yeah. the first jail at weekend. Wow, and uh, yeah, it was it was you know, you know it was Tom Lawler turn them into trained monkeys. Some people did some poppers. Amusement. Some people got, did some poppers. Got those popper muscles going. I'll help help Doctor Dan. Uh, one one thing for Doctor Dan. You know how you get over rookies. You uh, oh. make sure that the ring crew this, is completely done before showing up to an after party. <laughs> the the like the only real. Did he actually say that? Uh, no, I was helping him out because it needed to be said. <laughs> the one thing, the one thing show. I do remember from the after party uh, was I kept going up to Doctor Dan and giving him a tug. You took the hairpiece and the hairpiece. Yeah. He really had it on there, though. I kept every time I saw him, I gave him a real good yank. Well, man, stapled it. Oh, that makes sense. Stapled now. it right Flat to his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah I probably now. saw yeah. that staple, and you're right. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, and then we go to the after party and uh, at, no, oh, the after after after, 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 after no, no, before which, the after after party. Uh, oh, we, when we exited Nax, yeah, there was a lock. There was a parking lot match between the Stunt Brothers and uh, Nick, Nick Gage, Gage and Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, yikes! Uh, I tried to videotape it, but there was bad we, light. We didn't have enough light. Yeah, Nick Gage made me do full-on introductions for everybody. Come on, and when you say made you, I 
probably think that's the best oh, way you could describe that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't oh, a suggestion. It was not. It was not a suggestion. It's a real fucking what, match. Well, what do you? What, uh, so at the so at the hotel, we there's what I did not go to the hotel. What we what we had later later deemed the ghost of Jaylet's past. There was just some. How man, dark you want to get? There was some man. Walking around, following us, we don't know who he was, or if he was there for the jailet, or if he was a ghost. He's allegedly a podcast listener. Uh, but uh, he said uh, he just kept going. How dark you guys want to get tonight? <laughs> and then and just talking was, about it was getting real dark. <laughs> so was this American Horror Story jailet. So like we were, we were all, uh, we, we were all a little, little nervous. He was definitely at the after party. And uh, he was definitely had, <laughs> talking to me about had a, shit. he had a stage seat at the show. He was at the he was at the hotel. How dark do you want to get? <laughs> he, just yeah. came, he just came into one of those. Well, if you gotta ask, you know, I mean, <laughs> he came into one of the hotels. How dark when, do you guys want to get tonight? When you make worldwide uneasy, Unreal. yeah, that's uh, but yeah, it was, uh, was a little nervous. Like I don't know if it I want to get It was like a sadness like competition that no one was gonna win. <laughs> But <laughs> even though they could, but, but they you know the done. usual the usual hotel antics that probably shouldn't be discussed on the podcast. And uh, I know that I went home when the sun was up. So I uh, think I ended up with like two and a half hours of sleep. No, I went home bright and early. I was home by about two, I think, because I didn't go to the hotel. Yeah. I so who I had in my car. That's the thing that sucks, Eddie. though, is like. You gotta wake up early for that fucking early day show. Well, that's you know? why I went. That's why I went home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I woke up the uh, woke up the next day, getting ready to pull out from here from my house. And uh, as I'm ready to leave and suit it up, that's when old Eddie Kingston walks out my front door. I see him pop a squat. It's the first moment I knew that he was alive for that day, just smoking cigs. And that was my parting <laughs> gift as I went on to day two. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, remember how much of it I did, but I'm pretty sure Flanagan and I did. The majority Who's of that? Wadsworth. Oh, Wadsworth. Sorry. <laughs> Let me three, two. So I think Wadsworth and I did most of the tag show. Well, that we'll get right. we'll get we'll to get that, to that another day. Thing. We'll get to that. No, I'm saying day. that's probably why I went home. I yeah. Think. So we'll we'll hop that on uh, next week or in coming weeks. We may just finish J Lit and then yeah. we'll go. We'll figure it out. You'll figure it out by listening. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. And uh, we don't have any final thoughts because we'll wrap those up when we wrap up the weekend. But thanks to Wes Barkley, Worldwide, the Duke, John Thorne. My name is Steve Guy, and we'll talk to you next week right here on The Card is Going to Change. Free AJ Gray if he hasn't uh, already been uh, fucking freed off of the Twitter jail. <laughs>